0: Hey, I'm Nicole Ferraro, a contributing editor at Light Reading. Welcome to What's the Story, a short podcast where we take a step back from the most significant topics in telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. This week on the show, we're talking with Light Reading's editor-in-chief, Phil Harvey, about the latest news surrounding the fate of the video-sharing social network, TikTok. Phil recently reported that the Chinese government has released a new set of export license requirements aimed at slowing down ByteDance's ability to sell TikTok to a U.S. company. He's here to tell us more about what's going on with TikTok, what it all means, why it matters, and what's likely to happen next. Hi, Phil. Welcome back to the show. Hi.
1: How's it going?
0: It's going great. How's it going with you?
1: Uh, Not too bad. (laughs) Busy today, but (laughs) (laughs) that's the way it is.
0: Yeah, it's the way it is. So um, it's great to have you today. We're going to be talking about TikTok. So just to start off, what's the story with TikTok? Can you give us some background on what's been going on here?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I I, I want to start by saying that that TikTok is always bigger than I think it is. Um, <laughs> you know, everybody talks about it as like it's a obviously it's a very popular social uh, social media network, uh, kind of mostly based around video sharing. But I didn't realize until I was checking with the company uh, recently that they have like a hundred million users in the U.S. So uh, uh, an awful lot of people have have. Uh, are TikTok users. And then according to the Times, the New York Times uh, story that they ran uh, very recently, but they had some data that they obtained from a TikTok employee, uh, unnamed source, but they were saying that about um, 49 million people in the US use TikTok daily. And out of those people, about a third of them are 14 years or younger. 14 mm-hmm. years old or younger so it's it's a it's a massively popular platform but massively popular with uh, with kids uh, teenagers especially and um, so anyway that's uh, what's what's happening with them lately um, is that uh, uh, the Chinese government released some new export license requirements and said listen if you transfer any Computer code that allows for these things, and it included things like voice recognition, text analysis, and some other things that you would use to make up an AI system. Um, you had to get a special license for that. And um, as I was reading, you know, some reporting in the Wall Street Journal and also um, some quotes from uh, China's official news agency, a government based news agency, but what essentially they were saying is this is. Aimed at the technology that ByteDance, uh, which is TikTok's parent company, mm-hmm. um, that TikTok uses to do things like uh, uh, predictive analytics to see like what what types of videos you would like um, okay. and, and, and that sort of thing. So so they're essentially putting these new rules in place to slow down the transfer of any technology out of China uh, where. ByteDance is based to any U.S. to any other U.S. company. That matters because obviously um, uh, TikTok is in negotiations or talks with several U.S. companies to sell its U.S. operations. Um, The reason that's happening now, I got to unpack this whole thing. But the reason (laughs) that's happening is because the Trump administration, back on August sixth, put out an order. uh, Trump put out an executive order that said. Um, The company had to sell its U.S. operations or it was going to be banned uh, from operating in the U.S. The reason he gave was very similar to what he said about Huawei, which is um, that this company, you know, that Chinese companies uh, are subject to the the Chinese Communist Party and they would be unable to refuse any sort of uh, order that commanded them to, uh, hand over data on government officials or U S citizens, you know, for espionage purposes and that sort of thing. Um, so it's, it's, a you know, it's a, uh, it's couched as a security, uh, measure, an extreme security measure to protect us citizens from, uh, you know, from a foreign power basically.
0: Right. So with these new Chinese export rules, what, like what broader implications do you think that they're going to have on both these TikTok buyers or potential buyers as well as the industry at large, you know, this is part of a bigger, um, political fight. So, right.
1: Yeah. That's That's kind of the part I wanted to get into was that, you yeah. know, so obviously a lot of companies have been involved in talking to TikTok as, you know, this isn't a, the reason I started out by talking about how big they are and how, how, um, you know, Popular they are is because it's a really desirable uh, company. Uh, You know there 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 are a lot of companies out there: Walmart, Oracle, Microsoft, Twitter. uh, All kinds of companies have been linked to talks with uh, TikTok. And as soon as this thing happened, and this, like I said, this happened. This started in early earlier this month, so we haven't even been thirty days within it, and it's going to wrap up pretty soon too, because I think the executive order gave them forty-five days to, uh, to find a buyer or to be shut down. Um, you know, uh, telcos have tons of user data. Um, but and, and they've, you know, they've abused the relationship between themselves and their consumers over the years, but not to the degree that social networks have. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as much as I think Trump is doing this as a political, um, uh, one upmanship, uh, you know, in his sort of ongoing trade war with China. Um, it, it is worth noting that social media companies tend to collect way too much data under way too vague a terms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, if, if you go on Light Reading um, for anybody listening to this, uh, look at the reporting of Robert Clark, who's our uh, correspondent in Hong Kong. Uh, Patty Belton and Fiona Graham have both covered this for us in the UK, and so I'm borrowing from a lot of their reporting. But um, they've been covering this TikTok saga, um, you know, since this stuff started kicking off, and you know, the implications are that um, that you know th- this is the Trump administration targeting a social network, which, like I said, you know. It's an interesting place. Interesting place to start. I I I never really get upset about somebody cracking down on a social network and (laughs) saying, "Hey, you need to be careful about how you use data," because as we've seen with Facebook, it's 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 obviously a problem. However, um, this you know if you look at TikTok, WeChat, uh, which was also named in a separate executive order, uh, Huawei, ZTE, China Telecom's U.S. operations, we're we're seeing this kind of pattern with the Trump administration. Uh, and with China, that any company you know uh, that wants to do business, you can't just do business in the u s and let that be that. Um, it's going to get political, and you have to kind of be prepared for that. Um, mm-hmm. For companies in the telco industry and in the uh, now, I guess, in the broader um, internet company, tech industry, and media industry, you have to expect that at some point China is going to retaliate. Mm -hmm. Um, If we look at what happened last year with Houston Rockets manager, Daryl Morey, uh, he tweeted his support of pro-democracy protesters in uh, uh, Hong Kong and China immediately punished the NBA by suspending broadcast of their games, uh, sales of merchandise. They really hit them in the pocketbook as quickly and as hard as they could. And that's just like one example of like... how touchy these governments are going to be, you know, with, uh, with the way companies, uh, uh behave and carry on and, and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. and so in this case, you know, it, it relates to the telecom industry, uh, you know, because, um, even though TikTok is not a telecom company and it tells you this, uh, you know, in their, in their, uh, when they, they sued the Trump administration to address the executive order, Um, in their, in their suit, they took issue with the fact that he classified them as the same, uh, in the same way that, uh, he, he did Huawei as like critical telecom infrastructure. They're saying, we're not that we're something completely different. It still is going to cause firms to sit up and take notice. Um, you Mm -hmm. know, because whether you're critical telecom infrastructure or you're a data company, you know, that's, that's using AI and, you know, showing videos, um, You know, there's still if you're a foreign linked service or a company of any sort, um, you could indeed fall under this uh, umbrella of companies targeted by the Trump administration in this trade war with China.
0: Yeah. So how do you expect things to play out? What are some stories you're going to be keeping an eye out for in the coming weeks as far as all this goes?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so it, it's hard to predict, of course, because we are dealing with the Trump administration. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> new nightmares uh, every day. Yes.
1: Every day, it's always something uh, <laughs> new and interesting that we couldn't have possibly predicted. <laughs> it's um, the diplomatic uh, way to
0: put
1: it. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying. I'm really trying. <laughs> um, the, the The other part of this, you know, is that. Uh, uh, so obviously there's a, there's a time clock here. So unlike a lot of stories in the Trump news cycle, it isn't just going to, you know, kind of go away and never be talked about again, you know, like mm-hmm. so many promises and things like that. Um, he, he's actually given, uh, you know, the commerce department, the treasury department and everybody else, you know, some sort of, uh, a deadline here that, that they have to accomplish something. They either have to beat him in court or find a buyer or, or, get the hell out of the US completely which i which is h- hardly likely the company has 1500 employees they had plans on paper so they say to hire up to 10 you know they were going to employ like 10,000 people eventually because of how fast they're growing and how many businesses they were going to get into um, uh, they might be they might be fudging a bit on that i think i think that's 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 aggressive but let's let's take a number between 1500 and 10,000 and say they were probably going to employ a lot of people at yeah. some point um, and so, you know, and like I said, they're growing like a wheat. uh, just, you know, tons and tons of minutes every day people are are on that platform. So the implication for, uh, you know, for the telecom industry, they're very quickly becoming a source of traffic and a very visible presence on telecom networks. Um, we had uh, a story that we ran from Mike Dano not too long ago about, uh, Verizon engineers kind of grousing that, uh. That you know, TikTok video traffic was suddenly like one of the heaviest things on their network. Um, so this is this is becoming a a thing for uh, for U.S. telecom companies, and and so we'll be watching that. We'll be watching the companies uh, whether it changes ownership. We'll be watching uh, whether it uh, comes to some sort of agreement with the Trump administration and how that factors in. What we um, have. The lesson that we kind of have seen so far is that when when companies push back, uh, you know, against the Trump administration, in in, uh, in some ways, it, it doesn't tend to go well. If we look at what happened with Huawei, so you know, not only did they get locked out of U.S. five G networks, but um, things have been constantly escalating, and now the U.S. and China are kind of battling around Huawei globally um, and the u.s is is trying to get other countries to kick Huawei out of their networks and you know Huawei's business is uh, is accelerating in some ways but but is in is in real threat in other ways because mm-hmm. of uh, the u.s um, uh, putting limits on the kind of technology that they can uh, that they can export uh, and use in their products so weirdly enough this stuff kind of it, it because it's political, it all kind of gets tangled up together. You know, the US and China or the Trump administration, I should say, and China are in what looks to be a perpetual trade war. And any company that gets sort of singled out, whether it has anything to do with telecom or not, is eventually going to be, um, either treated like Huawei, or they're going to use, you know, sort of what's happening with Huawei as like a blueprint, uh, to uh you know to either go after it or or to to uh uh to to do, to deal with it uh long term and like i said before if if you're a us company um and you're operating in china at some point you have to expect that the government's going to retaliate because this is clearly stepped outside the realm of telecom and infrastructure and um you know i should just point out too that Nearly every U.S. consumer has a shelf full of electronics that were produced in China mm-hmm. and phones that are in their pocket that were produced in China. So it's odd that the uh, th- that none of these things have been addressed yet, but at some point, maybe they will be. And that's, yeah. that's kind of something else that we'll be keeping an eye on.
0: Awesome. Um, you want to drop your TikTok handle before we go? Oh, I don't have one yet.
1: I, I, I I just all that I know about TikTok, I read uh, on my uh, my uh, uh, daily newspaper that shows up on my door. Yeah,
0: that's that's where you're supposed to get. So I go out and get the paper, and I
1: yell at the kids to get off my lawn. I get off my lawn. I'm going to read about the TikTok.
0: (laughs) Perfect. You're doing it exactly right. (laughs) Thank you so much, Phil. Appreciate your time. (laughs) Thanks, go. Thank you so much, Phil Harvey, for taking the time to talk TikTok with me today. Thank you as well to our producer, Pierre Landrio, for making this episode. And thank you all for listening. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review, share this episode with a colleague or friend, and subscribe to the Light Reading Podcast for more interviews and insights from the team. That's the story for now. We'll be back next week.